0: the Lonely Triathlete, coming to you live from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada on this Sunday, November the 19th. Well, this has been an intense week of training for me. It's consisted of either VO2 max or threshold cycles, runs with multiple fast, fast intervals along with a new, brand new to me, swim focus strength routine and I pushed through some demanding workouts this week and I started to feel some lower back uh, soreness, weakness, tightness, offness a few days ago and as you know I've had a recent history with low back injuries so in my wisdom I've decided to skip my normal Sunday strength routine and err on the side of caution And instead, I've scheduled a hot date, literally, literally a hot date with my infrared sauna blanket to get some heat deep, deep, deep in my back. And of course, tomorrow's Monday, so I have that day off. So I think with the next almost 48 hours, I should recover. Now, before I get into the main subject of this episode, I wanted to answer some questions or rather a question. That some of you have been recently emailing me to ask me about, which is which training program do I use? When I refer to my training program, what am I talking about? Now, I have no affiliation with this company, and I am more than happy to recommend them. It is Trainer Road. So if you want to go to the website, it's Trainerroad1Word.com. It's a cycling focused company with the motto, we make you faster. You gotta love the simplicity of that motto. And they do make you faster. And they offer customized triathlon programs, not just cycling programs, but triathlon programs from sprint distance all the way up to Ironman. And these plans cater to people Uh, whether they can invest a low, a medium, or a high volume of training time. So it really is a customized program for the type of triathlon you're training for, when you're training for it, how much time you have to train weekly, even on what days, how much time do you have on specific days? Do you want to run on Mondays and swim on Tuesdays and cycle on Wednesdays? Or do you want to have some other combination or permutation of that? Well, their program can accommodate any and all of that. So how does the program work exactly? Well, it works best if you have a smart indoor bike trainer. You know, the kind that connects to Bluetooth or Ant Plus and it connects to your, your laptop or it connects to an app. I mean, that that's the best type of trainer to have for this kind of application. But you don't have to have a smart trainer. You can have a, a dumb or uninternet connected trainer, like a magnetic trainer, fluid trainer, wind trainer. Heck, you don't even need to have an actual indoor bike trainer at all. If you do all of your bike rides outdoors, there are options to record your workouts based on your outdoor training too. So don't let that stop you. So what does this app do? Well, essentially, it goes through a profile creation on you. It finds out what is your availability for training? What type of training do you do you want to do? Like what type of triathlon do you want to do? What's your basic fitness? Uh, to get that, it usually gets you to do, you know, a very basic um, graded bike test, although you don't have to do it, but then how will it know where to start you? So you do kind of a, a bit of a, a, a guesswork test. And then it offers you a plan. But that is just the start of the magic of this program. Because once you start your plan, each of your training days, and I'd be, I might be wrong about this. I think it actually only looks at your cycling days. Because it really is a cycling program. But after each of your cycling days, its artificial intelligence uh, decides what you should do for your next workout. And you give it feedback, obviously. After every workout you do, you say, this was easy, this was hard, this was really hard, this was, I almost couldn't do it. And it will know if you don't do it, it'll know if you have trouble doing it. It senses you stopping and starting during your workouts. And after you're done, it'll ask you questions like, that, that seemed like a hard workout for you. Why did it seem hard? And it gives you all of these options for why that maybe seemed Harder than it predicted. Um, but the best part of all is every four to eight weeks of your training, it, meaning the, the artificial intelligence, recalculates your current level of fitness. Then it readjusts your whole plan to keep everything challenging without being too hard or too easy. And in the past, before the artificial intelligence aspect of this program was incorporated, I had to retest my fitness using a graded bike test every four to six weeks. And it was pretty grueling. I did not look forward to these tests because they were either one-hour time trial challenges or graded tests or some other variation of endurance test. And they don't feel good. Uh, If you do them right, they should feel very 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 hard and of course you have to be rested with the right nutrition to make it accurate so with the artificial intelligence component of this program now it just knows your fitness it's watching you not only is it watching you but it's comparing you to hundreds of thousands of other users or other people just like you and analyzing millions of millions of hours of training data to come up with a custom solution just for you. Needless to say, it is the best program I have ever used. It's like having your own virtual uh, coach. I can't believe I'm not getting paid a penny to recommend them. (laughs) But they're fantastic. uh, It's an absolutely fantastic program it's a great company. It's a great website. They've got forums, FAQs. Oh, it's a one-stop shop. And the subscription—I mean, I haven't looked lately, but it's around twenty-five U.S. dollars a month. I mean, it's—it's it's a fraction of the cost of actually having an actual coach. And in my opinion, it gets you—you you know, ninety-plus percent. Uh, the the uh, outcome that I think uh, an actual real coach would give you. So could not, um, could could not recommend it it more. Okay, so now on to the main event. Earlier this week, I inadvertently took a drug before my Friday one run workout. Now, as it turns out, this is a very very common drug, and believe me, it is not performance enhancing. I didn't even think it was a drug. I didn't even think it was a drug until I took it. Then I started to feel its effects and I experienced what a horrible impact it had not only on my run, but on the whole rest of my day. It was not good. I do not want to take this drug again, although I know I will. I'll get into that in a second. But let let me put it to you this way. It was like, it felt like, I'd taken heroin, but it wasn't heroin. Or like I'd taken a massive amount of codeine, but it wasn't codeine. Or I'd just taken half a bottle of sleeping pills, but it wasn't that. In fact, this drug didn't even come from a bottle, and you can't get it prescribed to you. Anybody can get this. You could walk probably five minutes from where you live, and you can get this drug too. And that drug is fast food. And I am not kidding you. Fast food did this to me. I mean, food is medicine, right? So, and food is chemicals. So, this this fast food that I had converted into a drug that shut me down. Oh, it was terrible, terrible. Now, by the way, the meal was glorious. Oh, oh. It was an, just an amazing fast food meal. In fact, the brain orgasm I had was so intense. And even talking about it right now is giving me goosebumps. There, there's no way around it. This fast food was fantastic. But as I would learned, that high that I got from the food would be incredibly detrimental to my running performance. I'd say about 30 minutes. After eating this greasy, carby, salty concoction of perfection, I started to feel like super tired. And not just tired, but downright lethargic. Oh, well, I thought to myself, I'll just have a short nap. Um, maybe I'm having a glucose spike or something. I don't know. But I'll just have a short nap. For, and I dragged myself off to bed And that's where I apparently passed out for about 20 or 30 slobbering minutes. And when I woke up from that nap, not only did I feel heavy and lazy, I didn't feel well. My stomach felt a little off. I was beginning to feel uh, thirsty. And I was starting to become concerned that I wouldn't even start my workout. But through sheer Force of will and pig-headedness, I put on my run gear, I laced up my shoes, I went out the door, I had my run, and I felt terrible. I cannot even remember the last time I felt this bad. I felt like I weighed a hundred pounds more than normal. I was massively sluggish. I stumbled along the seawall as though I had been shot in the groin, and I pushed through and I pushed through and I pushed through, and I, through and I got back home. I decided to fight through this terrible feeling with a strength training workout. And I hated every minute of it. I was as weak as a kitten. I was groaning out loud on several occasions. I'm sure I heard myself mutter words like, I can't do it. I can't do it. The people outside in the sidewalk must have been thinking, what is going on in there? Oh, fast food. How could you betray me so? Thou dost entice me with thy alluring aroma. My mouth doth water as the deer panteth after water. And how doth thou betray me? Thy salty essence hath bored down upon my soul and crushed me under thy weight. Forthwith I am undone. Well, I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson big time. Never, ever. Eat fast food before a workout again. Now, I love fast food. I don't eat very much of it because it certainly isn't the best food around. And just like a drug, it hits you in the brain's pleasure center with complete accuracy. So I will occasionally come back for more. However, the next time I eat it, it will be after a workout, preferably. Within a couple of hours of bedtime, so I can then shuffle off to bed and collapse in a in a food coma until the morning without impacting a workout. And now I was gonna burp here for dramatic effect.